Welcome to what the if. <laughs> Classic. Classic. The, the band is a little tired. Hopefully they don't have COVID. Yeah. Hope you guys are all ready. Get some vaccine over there. Stat. Here we go. Welcome to what the if. Holiday mailbag bonanza. Oh, I should have had the bonanza theme. Oh, that'd be good. But how many people alive today have ever heard the bonanza theme in proper context? Right. So there's like four people. That's right. We do the real one too. Although I could get the Blues Brothers. That is my favorite. That would be right? good, actually. Totally worth it. Bonanza. Uh, very special um, show today. Would Matt would what, would you like to introduce the um, the gathered? Um, well, differs, so differs, so differs, gather one, around. So I should say one of the major interpretations of quantum mechanics is, of course, the many worlds hypothesis, um, in which there are many different possible universes that are similar but not quite the same as ours. Um, uh, and as we, we pass through the universe, we, we generate more and more alternative universes that could have been, um, and in orthodox quantum mechanics, you can't go back and experience those universes. Those um, are the, the, or the, uh, physicists who wear black hats and, <laughs> <laughs> and don't shave the corners of their heads. That's right. Um, uh, but today we are going to do that. We are going to uh, experience versions of what the if that could have been. <laughs> These are all the alternate ifs, the ifs of the ifs. Yeah. What the if? Everybody ifed. <laughs> <laughs> What if there was a giant bag of ifs that we Yeah, the bag of ifs. The bag of ifs. Thank you, band. <laughs> you guys are really on it today. Reliable. You know what it is? I think they're like, it's like holiday pay. They're like, like uh, that could be. Yeah. you know, we get paid by the second. We get paid by the drumbeat here. But um, you guys are great. Keep it up. Now, um, tell you what, let's bring in, uh, you got that backup band? <laughs> Let's bring them in. Here we go. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Woo, it's the mailbag. Now, what we're doing here is we have, we have received so, so many of you have, um, <laughs> even the country guys, <laughs> my fingers today are off. Here we go. Hey, so many of you, um, have written in, uh, that, uh, we've been accumulating these ideas and many, many of them are absolutely great. And I'd love to do a show on them. Um, but others just for whatever reason, haven't made it, haven't made it and, or couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't, it, it, you just blew our mind too much and, uh, we were left dumb and stupid. So we, <laughs> we put them all in the mailbag and we said, we'll read them today at the end of 2020, because that's the time you want to bust out. You just want to get, we just want to clear out everything. This is a clearance sale oh, yeah. okay. on the ifs, but don't take that as value of the ifs. These are all fantastic. And, and the thing is, we love hearing from you. That's that's really the ultimate thing. And, and I hope this inspires those of you who have not written in um, to write. You know, yeah. let's, meet, let's call this meet the ifers. It's another way. To that's a good idea. Yeah. 
so here, let's start with this is a very recent one. Now, some of these, by the way, go back a ways. A couple of them you may have heard before mentioned in other shows, but I put them in here just because they were they were great. It's kind of a greatest hits um, thing. And some of you may have written these in uh, a while ago, but this is, I just want to show you, we nothing, nothing goes to waste here. We, we keep everything that's good. Uh, so here's a very recent one from Josh. Josh says, uh, greetings. Uh, oh, sorry. These come in to us almost without fail, uh, actually, from our website. That seems mm -hmm. to be by far the most popular way to contact us, which is fantastic. Uh, Whattheif.com. There's a box right there, a little um, comment box, or send us a send us a note. The suggestion box. You can just write it right in there and hit send. Voila, we get it. You can also email us uh, feedback at whattheif.com if you prefer. Josh went to that website, whattheif.com, and he sent us this message. Greetings, wise masters of the if. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was distraught uh -oh, to recently deplete the back catalog of another dear podcast of hypotheticals oh. named Flash Forward. Oh. Yes. And a big shout oh. out, by the way, to Rose Eveleth, who's the uh, producer and host and just everything at Flash Forward. Uh, we've gotten a lot of, you know, uh, people and I uh, from uh, what Flash Forward and uh, hopefully I think we've also shared uh, a lot of our ifers have gone over there too. It's a fantastic podcast. Mm -hmm. More more journalistic what the if she comes from NPR, I believe, and it's a real, it's a real show. <laughs> um, so he says, uh, that is a flash forward, by the way, is where I believe I heard about your show. Indeed. Uh, you can imagine my relief upon discovering what the if. Ah, what the relief. <laughs> <laughs> a new source to tantalize my love of science. Woo. That's a little spicy for the morning, uh, asking preposterous questions and inevitably destroying the universe. <laughs> I am ravenously consuming this pod at a rate which could generously be described as unhealthy. Oh my. <laughs> I, I look forward with dread to the day I exhaust old episodes and must resort to twiddling my thumbs while waiting for the next release. Mm. Well, yeah, you don't want to be twiddling your thumbs waiting for the next release. <laughs> Tell you that. That's just a rule. That's just a general rule. On your recent episode, Block Universe, indeed very recent, you slandered the month of May 1993. <laughs> I'm sure many people, ahem, would argue that this was a perfectly good, happy, and non-disappointing month in which one might be born. Ah, ah. Some of, hmm. yeah. Some of my fellow 27-year-olds are confident <laughs> this month was singled out in error, and I wish to make their displeasure known. Disdainful sniff. Oh. Right. Oof. Just, yes. Mm. Uh, anywho, I wish you and the show all the best. Thank you. And look forward to many new and exciting ifs to if. Five stars, says Josh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, beer bye. So, wow. Matt, your response. Well, certainly there were good things about 1993. Um, the Cold War had been won. Um, it's, it was uh, peak Seinfeld. Um, the, the worst parts of the Internet had yet to form. Um, it was still sort of a, a small town, peaceful place. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, other exciting things. That's back when you could walk the Internet at night. 
uh, that is actually pretty accurate, I think. And you kind of <laughs> knew everybody's names. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you could borrow a cup of sugar from your internet neighbor uh, right. without worrying that it was poisoned. Um, but see, th this is the power of the if that, you know, mm -hmm. as with all great powers, there can be uh, unexpected consequences, unintended consequences. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately, Josh and a bunch of his cohort uh, were slammed. Uh, that's right. Exactly. Things get um, the good things get uh, carried along, and that I should say that is a fairly common consequence of destroying the universe is that some good things um, are taken with it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, science, sorry about that, Josh. You know. Yes, yeah. we we apologize, Josh, and um, we will make amends. Um, uh, we will. We'll create an entire new universe. Um, uh, <laughs> in which May 1993 was celebrated um, uh, as a, a peaceful and uh, momentous month um, rather than the, uh, uh, the, the moment of horror that we had been discussing. Yes, excellent. excellent, excellent, excellent. See, we're getting stuff done. Boom, mm -hmm. speed round. Here we go. The next message comes from Robert. And Robert says, um, the news episode... Uh, about COVID in, in minks, M-I-N-K-S, the little animals. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I, I'm, I think most of you probably know already, but if you don't, if you, this is your first time coming here, um, generally on Fridays which is this show. Uh, we, have, we run crazy thought experiments. Uh, and on Mondays, it's a news program with uh, Gabby Panicia, from, uh, a virologist from Rockefeller University. It's been, uh, when the pandemic began, we started uh, having her come in and help us understand kind of the science behind some of the news headlines. And so Robert is referring to this. And, and we did a, a recently did an episode with Gabby where she talked about how um, in Denmark, right, they were just dealing with an outbreak of COVID in, in a mink farm, yeah. I guess, something which is a horrific term, but that's the deal. Um, that's science. Hey, we mm -hmm. don't judge. Um, the news episode about COVID in minks got me thinking about hoof and mouth disease in cows, yeah. as well as mad cow disease. Yeah, that is one of the best names, by the way, we've had for any disease. Had this been called like mad something disease, people would have worn masks. I mad know. badger disease. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants mad badger disease. Um, and... Pro it got him thinking about mad cow disease and prions being transmitted by eating infected material. Oh, mm -hmm. What is prions? Um, prions are these um, protein fragments uh, that uh, float around um, and are normally harmless, but uh, occasionally attach themselves to things like brain cells uh, and cause things like um, uh, mad cow disease. Um, so... Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. We don't hear much about mad cows much anymore. I don't know if they're just calmer than they used to be. Um, <laughs> if they've finally been appeased. Uh, maybe they, maybe they're the ones who forgave us. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> they <laughs> took the high road. <laughs> I mean, they are very wholesome animals. I don't know if you've spent any time with cows, but you know, they got the big yeah. soft eyes and good to pet and things and generally oh. quite friendly. Um, so uh, yeah, so human animal and animal human um, uh, disease transfer is literally as old as humans, um, as, I'm, as I'm sure we mentioned um, in the episode. Uh, famous recent examples are HIV, um, which uh, uh, is thought to have come from SIV, simian immunodeficiency uh, immunodeficiency virus. Um, 
uh, and generally this is a, um, I mean, what I think about this is, a. uh, uh, on one hand, a celebration of the unity of life, right? All living things on Earth share this biochemistry. Um, and sometimes that's a good thing, right? Like we can eat the cows. That's great because they're delicious. Um, uh, but sometimes it means that bad things can can hop from species to species too, things like diseases. Um, and often uh, these uh, these diseases are... Uh, the, the reason it's interesting when you get these zoonotic transfers um, is because something is harmless for the carrier species, like, say, COVID and bats. doesn't bother the bats at all. Uh, uh-huh. But then when it hops to us, our biochemistry is just different enough that uh, something unexpected occurs um, and, and things start to go wrong. Um, and this, uh, you know, I could, as, as far as an if goes, I, I could well imagine that alien biochemistry might have something similar, right? If alien biochemistry is totally separate from us, we'll be fine, right? No, no alien virus will be able to live in us. But if they're similar to us, but not quite the same, that's a potential for disaster, right? So, so then we get the extraterrestrial version of COVID, um, where, uh, the virus, the alien virus finds us interesting, but in a way that ends up doing terrible things to us. Um, and this is actually the, a, um, a feature in a Kim Stanley Robinson novel from a few years back. Ooh. I want to say it was Aurora, maybe, uh-huh. um, where it's not they they go to an alien planet um, and somebody gets infected. And it's not like people's head explodes. You know, it's not the thing. It's not alien. It's just this little microorganism that doesn't quite work right in the human body. Um, and, you know, spoilers, but they never quite figure it out. Um, like a, di- a digestive? Um, I don't recall exactly what the, the symptoms are. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like prions, it's this bit of biochemistry that doesn't quite function the way it's supposed to in the human body um, and ends up killing the people it infects. Um, but it's these, um, it's, uh, it's, you know, these the zoonotic things where you get uh, microorganisms hopping from human to animal or vice versa um, are really cases in which the unity of life doesn't quite work out right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Where that's interesting. The, the fact that we're close cousins uh, with the animals um, ends up causing problems. Yeah. You know, I'd love to get uh, someone on at some point. Maybe we can get, we haven't had Kirby on for a long time, for, who's uh, worked with uh, the um, Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Lab and uh, NASA, um, or there's a number of NASA people I'd love to get in because there, well, NASA has the Planetary Protection Office, right? Mm-hmm. Which is here. And in fact, we, we're now getting stuff back at an increasing rate. Uh, the Japanese just brought. Yeah, that's Japanese, right. They brought right? back a tenth of a gram of um, uh, asteroid material, which is really yeah. quite extraordinary. Do we know if they found where it landed yet? That was like a. Yeah, they've recovered. You mean the they material did. itself? Yeah. Yep. It is, it is in their hands. Fantastic. Be careful. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think the Chinese are doing, um, uh, they're going to be returning some moon rocks. Uh, that is the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So all kinds of stuff. So we got to just keep your masks. Keep you, You're going to need them. <laughs> uh, almost certainly. <laughs> going forward. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, oh, and by the way, when people write in, I do, um, a lot of times I'll, I'll write back if you don't mention it. Um, I'd love to know where you're from. 
we yes. love to know where are you in the world? We have a global audience, which just always blows me away. And uh, Robert said, I had asked Robert where he's from. Robert is in the San Francisco Bay Area and works at LLNL, which mm -hmm. I believe is stands for Lawrence Livermore Nuclear National Lab. Laboratory. National Lab. Okay. In uh, he works in physics. I have a degree in astrophysics from the University of Chicago. Super cool. And uh, Robert heard about the show from discussions online about science-related podcasts. Yep. He's and then he he has a sentence here that he ends with that that I real I had to look up almost all the words in this sentence. <laughs> As a PBK member, I was listening to Smarty Pants, and hmm. spread out from there. So spread your smarty pants. Right. Uh, and, and <laughs> look at, smarty pants uh, is uh, um, a podcast or perhaps a network of podcasts. Um, so uh, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. We'll look into more smarty pants shows. Uh, thank you, Robert. Tom writes in, what if everything was recorded and available to everyone? I wonder if we could time, quote, time travel, unquote, to the past using VR to any time that we've recorded. This started when I thought about the singularity. Uh, if we exist in a virtual world, can we, so that there's a question there, well, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. if, if we exist in a virtual world, can, which could be anything, I suppose, but can we go to any time in the past as any singularity entity since the singularity began? How is that different from time travel? Mm -hmm. um, and I'll just say, he, he says, I definitely imagine this could be a movie. It's everything, Everything is recorded, so it's like going back in your memory, except you have all collected memory available of any recording device. Potentially, this could also include any individual that decides to back up their brain in some digital fashion. It would be cool to interact, but I don't see how that'd be possible unless you add a bunch of other variables like some data analysis that converts the recordings into interactive objects, a la the holodeck. Are you... Do you know what... Um, so basically, this is yeah. pivoting reality. Um, ah. So every, everything that happens, um, and I think the, the particular framework here is people's individual experiences. So if we have some way to record, well, so I should say we all do record our experiences, right? That's what our brains do, and we call that memory. Um, and uh, one of the ideas of um, the so-called singularity is the sort of moment in the future when humans and machines merge in some interesting way. Um, one of the things that's uh, sort of built into that event is the assumption that we will be able to record electronically, presumably, um, human memory, right? I'll be able to plug in a USB to my brain um, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. download that stuff because uh, that's necessary. If I'm going to live on in a machine, that has to be a, a thing that, that can be done. Um, but then, of course, as we know, um, everything on the internet gets copied. Right. There will be some pirate site uh, that pirates oh, my man. memory USB yeah. and uploads it um, to what GitHub or something. Um, yeah. uh, and then people can download it. And then they can experience all the excitement of my life, um, of uh, walking the dog and picking up the dog's poop and doing my paperwork and filing things. Uh, uh, those are also some of the many excitements. Um, they could create so many, boy, memory gifts 
Yep, which is <laughs> exactly <laughs> from first person, right? You don't have to download Leonardo DiCaprio gifts anymore. Um, you can just be Leonardo DiCaprio. For oh, how weird! Three seconds, it's first person gifts. Yep, exactly. Bizarre, bizarre. Um, yeah, so you can be the cat sitting behind the table, um, making Whoa. faces at people, right? <laughs> now, I, what I don't understand is the singular, the singularity the function of the singularity in this? Um, I don't think it's, uh, it's crucial. Let's say the singularity here is just sort of a, a helpful marker for, uh, or a shorthand for describing uh, a, a moment in time in which human memory can be downloaded and accessed. I got it. I was, I, so I, yeah, I was misinterpreting that word and I was thinking of a black hole singularity. Oh, I think about, um, is it Werner Vinge, who, Vinge, who came up with that term singularity? Um, He's talking about the, the, the technological moment. Mm -hmm. Is that what he means? Oh, yes, the technological yeah. moment, which, yes, right. or this point in history. Um, yeah. I think the, the term singularity is probably most associated with people like Ray Kurzweil these days. Ray Kurzweil. Kurzweil, um, that's what I was saying, yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so if we get to that point, then anybody can relive anybody else's memories, as and with the important qualifier here, um, that there's a moment at which that recording starts. So, for instance, we would, if the singularity is tomorrow, um, we would not be able to relive May 1993. Oh, because it was not recorded. So, again, apologies to Josh. One man's good if is another man's <laughs> uh, nihilistic May, disaster. <laughs> but May 2021, that we can do. Uh, um, right. And <laughs> I should say, if the singularity was tomorrow, it would be grievously unfortunate that this enormous database of human experience begins in this terrible year <laughs> with <laughs> all of these, uh, with everyone essentially just sitting on their couch quarantining, um, uh, being miserable. Right. Um, yeah, right. Way. So but people would go back. Eventually, somebody could, somebody, let's say it starts recording and then people forget it's recording. And then many, many, many years, as happens on TiVo or any of these <laughs> devices. Right. Where, oh, yeah. You said it recording every episode of Chips. Yeah. And um, finally, you decide to go look at it again. And it actually is full of incredible. By that point, civilization has collapsed. Um, there's all kinds of things they could learn from valuable things in this in this long long recording of human civilization but it begins so boring that they just turn it off <laughs> like you know it basically mm -hmm. is the longest running version of like the netflix show that the first season sucks but you just gotta yep. <laughs> just that's, yeah that's it. a good way to think about it i like that so you can imagine that <laughs> the alien to access it watch you know a month of it and they're like oh god this show sucks um <laughs> And then the other aliens come by like, no, 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 it gets good. It gets good. You got to <laughs> gotta stick with it. First first season was a writer's strike. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not very good. You got to stick with it. I um, could imagine aliens have been watching Earth all this time. And they're like, God, it's boring. I mean, occasionally there was some, you know, uh, fireworks and stuff, but pretty boring. And they just say, no, 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 stick with it. Stick with it. There's this pandemic. <laughs> pandemic amazing. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so once you can access all of this information, I mean, it's it's surely going to be the case that some uh, memories and experiences are more popular than others. So uh, everybody wants to download um, April 5th, 2030. Um, 
from the point of view of Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, because that's when he wins his third Oscar or something. And it's a really good actor party. So everybody, uh, <laughs> so a week after that, everybody's watching, everybody's experiencing that. Um, yeah. The internet uh, is, uh, I will say that the internet, and this is maybe evidence that we're moving towards the singularity. The internet is basically that thing moving. I mean, the fact that every, a lot of people have phones. A lot of people are recording all the time, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and then posting them. So you can, uh, like, you can go on Twitter right now and see things that people are tweeting. You can yeah, search that's exactly right. Or and you know, with I mean, I don't think they're not around anymore. But vines, people would capture seven seconds of their life, um, and then people, yeah. other people, would watch it again millions of times for that little slice of seven yeah. seconds yeah. um and certainly the the i don't know the utopian version of this is that the ability to experience other people's lives um brings us together because we can finally understand each other in a deep and visceral way yeah um, the dystopian version is that we stop living our own lives and everybody just lives somebody else's life um yeah. because it's more interesting than our own or you feel you have to dance <laughs> For thirty for your thirty seconds, <laughs> it seems to be on TikTok the latest thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but yeah, it would be like I mean, time travel in this sense. But since it only yeah. starts from a particular moment, we can't go back um, and watch Teddy Roosevelt get shot in the chest and then give a speech immediately after, um, which frankly would have been awesome. Uh, well, you know, and, and as a historian, you are a historian of science. Uh, I've and, and you don't have to be a historian to have this, but yeah, the the ability to capture the past in such detail would be incredible. And my guess is that it would change. There would be a suppose suppose this suddenly became available as he talked about the singularity. I mean, let's say mm -hmm. at some point you suddenly unlock this Pandora's box of whoa, you can actually witness history fully. Um, he was also mentioning being in VR, so like the idea that right. yeah, you could. Mm -hmm or the holodeck, you know, you, you could go there and you could see it from any angle, you could, whatever. Um, I think we would learn that so much of what we learned is, is wrong. Or just when you have that much oh, more sure. context, you mm -hmm. see it differently. Well, I mean, in a weird way, well, it's, it's the, the problem would be an extended version of one that historians are already encountering, which is an embarrassment of riches. So, uh, normally, historians have very few sources to work with, and that's why it's an interesting and hard job. So you have to try and reconstruct complex events from from small pieces of information. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, but nowadays um, there's so much information uh, that it's really quite challenging to to figure out how to synthesize these this massive number of sources. So this would be even. This would take that to the extreme. Um, yeah. And since I don't know what history is going to look like in 20 years, I can't imagine yeah. what it's going to look yeah. like in 100 and, and And just we'll move on to the, the last uh, message here for today. But um, on this, this idea of uh, having a lot of history available, the 1619 Project, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, that the New York Times published was, for those who don't know, or if you're outside the U.S., was you know basically a long... Um, let's say, I don't know, basically an anthology or a compendium of articles um, looking at American history um, from the idea that the institution of slavery underlies way more than we understand. 
you know, um, that yeah. if you look at it. And so there would be the number of theses, thesis, hypotheses, theses. Okay. yeah, that you could come up with would be incredible. I mean, I think that would be, the, that would be. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, amazing. so you could tell kinds of history that you wouldn't before. So for instance, one of the yeah. big challenges, again, of being a historian these days is that the sources that do survive are picked out by certain groups of people. So we have yes. lots of political records, for instance, um, but then reconstructing daily life is very hard. Um, so, you know, there are entire categories, like, for instance, along the lines of the 1619 Project, reconstructing what slave -like life was like uh, is very difficult because the records that survived are typically not written by slaves. They're written by the slave owners. Yeah. Um, so figuring out how to use those sources to tell good stories, uh, correct stories, is hard. Um, yeah. But if we could just do that um, uh, directly with this kind of tech, then yeah, we could tell all oh. sorts of stories. Wow! Yes, the democratization oh, of, yeah. of history, story. or you know, the ability to see it from the perspective of mm -hmm. all kinds of the vast majority of people, or types of people that have been left out mm -hmm. <laughs> of most tellings would that would just boy that would be a crazy mind blower. And and actually, I suppose that's what. You know, in a positive way, that's that's kind of what is happening in our modern world. That a lot of these stories are visible now, at the very least. You know, that we we can hear from people um, just using video, for instance, or Twitter or f Facebook, for all its faults. Um, you know, we're hearing from a lot more people, and uh, I think it, it's you know it's having a, a making for a tumultuous time, but but uh, on the long run, uh, democratizing. Um, our, like our representatives in the country become the representation in the country becomes much more diverse wouldn't happen without the ability to uh, more people to be able to communicate their stories yeah right? um so that's a, that's a nice that's a nice holiday holiday <laughs> message so i'm just gonna we, we have a lot more and we will continue this next week as our holiday season continues um as the days get darker and darker <laughs> we turn to the ifs to feel their warmth um but i just want to end with this one this message is just we get all kinds of messages you know and this one comes from joe uh and the message is this is in all caps your immediate attention to this message is absolutely necessary oh exclamation God. like it is it's all caps and exclamation mark your domain what the if.com will be terminated within 24 hours oh no we have not received your payment for the renewal of your domain, whattheif.com. We have made several attempts to reach you by phone to inform you regarding the termination, in all caps, of your domain, whattheif.com. Click here for secure online payment. Wow, we, should do, not... that. we should do that right away. <laughs> if we do not receive your payment within 24 hours, your domain, what's funny is these are in all caps, but the do your domain is in lowercase, <laughs> such obviously like a formula. Your domain, whattheif.com, will be terminated. Click here for secure online payment, act immediately. Joe. Wow. <laughs> if that is your name. Thank you for the heads up. It's nice, that, this it's nice that Joe is looking out for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but somehow, you know, this is, this is like one of those apocalyptic, <laughs> I think Joe is a, what do we call that? People who believe in the apocalyptic. Apocalypticists. Uh, is an apocalypticist. <laughs> and like many apocalyptic predictions, 
it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. The domain was not terminated. Uh, although perhaps in another universe, it was. It was. Mm -hmm. So, Joe, thank you for listening. <laughs> you are. Um, thank all of you for writing and I hope maybe some of these inspire you um, yeah, to come to, contribute your own. Yeah. Yeah. What would you, Matt, what would you like the effect of this show to be on people? Uh, to uh, warm their lives in uh, dark times. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and yet in spite of its warmth, as we mentioned, <laughs> all things have a dark side. Even does this, Mm, what if the sun had a dark side? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, dark side of the sun. The new Pink Floyd album. Um, all the ifs are coming up. And in fact, not, not only that, we, we're going to continue. We're going to stay in the, the mailbag. If anyone saw the movie Inside Out, the fantastic Pixar movie, mm -hmm. uh, there was a moment, there was a scene where there was a clown character, which kind of represented, I don't know, the spirit of the main character of the child or something like that. And the clown falls all the way down. He falls off the, the platform that the city is built on and down and down and down and down and down and down. And suddenly he's surrounded by all kinds of horrible things, um, phantoms, you know, uh, demons. And that's where we are. That's where we remain here in this mailbag. It's a scary place here. So we don't know what ifs we will read from you next week, but don't let that keep you from sending them in, whattheif.com. Send a message there, feedback at whattheif.com. If you like, subscribe if you haven't already. Also, leave us a rating and review. A number of you uh, wrote in and, and we'll hear some more, actually hear some more of your reviews next week as well. Huh, we really appreciate it. This, this actually would be a perfect time. It's a free gift. It's easy. Uh, and uh, give the gift of science literacy uh, by giving us five stars and, <laughs> and helping more people find the show yes. on, on their pod, whatever podcast app you're listening to, um, whether it's Overcast or Apple Podcasts or on and on. Um, other, lots of other people like science, um, so let, help them find this show. Leave us a rating and review. And now, Matt, I urge you to take your hands away from your eyes momentarily. Look around at the ifs in which we are bathing. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me shout, What? 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 Yeah.